Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Copy podcast. My name is Ren. And my name is Emily, and in this podcast we talk about all things Stranger Things. It's our birthday! We are one today! It's gone so quick, we've had four lockdowns, whatever it is. We've had <laughs> still no season four. It's been, it's oh. been a time, it's been a, a year. I just feel like forget Independence Day, forget Steve Rogers' birthday, forget the anniversary of season three, July 4th should henceforth be known as the Hawkins Do Copy birthday. Hawkins Do Copy Day. Hawkins Do Copy Day. More content than Stranger Things Day. We decided that we would just have a bit of a fun episode, you know, it being our birthday. We've got obviously the rest of the D&D campaign coming, but we thought we would break it up and do some like questions, a bit of trivia about the show. Like we've written questions for each other, um, some about the show, some about our personal views and the opinions about the show to see how well we know each other. So um, today also- you're not only going to see the birthday of the Hawkins U Copy podcast, you're also going to see the end of the Hawkins Do podcast. <laughs> so enjoy that. First and last anniversary, am I right? Yeah. That's that's what we're doing with this. Um so yeah, we just thought we'd have a bit of fun. You said that like it's never fun. Like, I mean it's day. always fun. But I mean like we're not talking about one specific no. every day we just come thing. Going, no, it can't be bothered with this today. I hate Absolutely. you. Absolutely hate so the much. podcast. Hate you. Hate Hello, working everyone. with you. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. We don't talk other than when we record this. That's what this is. Like, we have no communication other than this. Yeah. This is why we haven't filmed in person. Like, it's not actually the lockdown. It's No. It's calm. It's bear to see your exactly. face. Exactly. Exactly. You can catch us in places. Places, things, areas. And those areas, <laughs> places, things are... Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher at Hawkins Do You Copy. And then on our social medias at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast, and on Tumblr and YouTube at Hawkins Do You Copy. I had the other day, and I told you about this, um, people from my drama group, because they listen, hi drama group. Um, hi like, drama group. Yeah, hi drama group. Um, being like, do the thing. And it was that. So this is how I'm known now. When we have merch, it will just be that plastered everywhere. Free advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Free advertising. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it'll be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to the drama group. Sound incredible. Yeah. Don't tell them that. I'll get big-headed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what do, what do you want to do first? Questions, trivia, answer questions we could... What 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 how you what you feeling? I didn't plan this far ahead to be honest. Not gonna lie. <laughs> um, we could do some do some questions first. Do some questions first. Do some questions first. Do we like mm-hmm. our questions or questions from the ether? From the ether. Questions from the ether. We had some questions from the ether. We um, did. And the ether being Instagram. Should have said the nether. I know, but. They don't call it that. Mm. We can't say the upside down, so it's not going to fit. We didn't have mm. questions from the upside down. We're not... No. We're not that weird. Um, <laughs> so, we, yeah, we had some questions from Instagram um, because we put Thanks, out a little, a little poll. A poll? We didn't put out a poll at all. We put out the question box thing. 
Yeah. But the question box thing. And in the question box thing, we had some questions, as you would expect. So we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna go from them now. Um, yes. So first we had a happy birthday. So thank you for the happy we birthday. We did. Thank you for the happy birthday. And this question was, why do you think the eight ball in the eleven teaser reads all signs point to yes? This I thought was like really interesting because obviously I'd like really focused on the eight ball because like, mm. I used to have an eight ball and I was mm. just like absolutely obsessed with it being there. Um, but I hadn't really thought about why and I kind of have been thinking about it since we got the question in and I reckon either it's one of the numbers can predict the future, which obviously we know six can like from the comics but assuming that they're you know we we don't actually know if they are canon within the show so let's just say for the sake of this they're not within the show um i reckon one of the numbers can either predict the future or it is a line to not a line like a, a sign of your theory that you said when we did the reaction for the trailer is does L kill them? And is that like... I don't know why I laughed at that. That's not a funny <laughs> <thought>. <laughs> um, I mean, in that episode, we just went on like a massive child murder discussion, didn't we? So, yeah. I mean, it was wild. Um, but I'm wondering if maybe it's that. Like, it's either all signs point to yes, as in they're going to be killed, or that number mm. that is holding them, that particular, like, test subject is can tell the future that is psychic and and that's kind of a hint for that i would like to think that it's a number situation that yeah yeah i think it's related to that realm i also wonder if it's just almost like a clever easter egg so it's you know like how in like a film it won't be anything psychic related but there'll be a like a foreshadowing like a horrible foreshadowing I wonder if yeah. it's literally a case of that. And so from a dramatic point of view, it just looks... It looks cool for the yeah. able to simply be on all signs point to yes. I wouldn't be surprised if there is some kind of psychic-y foreseeing the future situation going on, though, because it's not just, mm-hmm. say, six that had that. We also had... I want to call her Alice. It is Alice, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Had, yeah, it is Alice, yeah. Yeah, that she can kind of see the future. Um, yeah. So that is something that is there as a thing. We know that kind of exists within that universe. But I don't know. It could also just... I wouldn't be surprised if in editing they've gone, this is That's really cool foreshadowing. cool. It, I think it is really cool. Like, I think eight balls... Like, I mean, this podcast is slowly becoming a Magic 8-Ball support, like, a Magic 8-Ball, like, fan club. Um, but I I think they're really cool things. Like, I think it's a really cool little game. We used to play with them on the playground all the time. I had a purple one, and it was, like, my pride and joy. I loved this 8-Ball. Like, people would come up to me in school and, like, primary school and be like, like, let's play with the 8-Ball. Like, and, like, ask questions. And, like, we would ask it, like, really silly questions, you know, like... But I I just think they're really cool and they do look cool. I just want to know how many times it took them to shake it and get all signs put to yes. Oh, honestly, I, I would be so disappointed <laughs> if they all said that. And they were like, this is the easiest thing to do. It's going to be like all the 
overlaid it over the top. I feel like I'm just being the misery. This was just, <laughs> just, just clever marketing. Everything that all signs point to yes. <laughs> it's really bringing yeah. down the mood. I mean, like, it genuinely could be like, it might not mean anything. Yeah. Um, I hope but it does I, mean something. I, I hope, hope it does. does. I hope that. I hope there's a psychic one. I hope there's yeah. like a really like exploration of the psychic one. And I also hope there's an evil one that thinks that what Brenner is doing is right. And I've always stood by that theory, but kind of kind of want that to be the case. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's your answer to that. Mm-hmm. Take from that what you will if you want to go for the optimism route or the, the pessimist <laughs> in the corner in black. Um, those that are watching on YouTube. Um, anyway, okay. Um, why do you think Victor Creel and Penhurst are in season four? Um, hmm. That is a question because mm-hmm. season four as a whole seems massive. And yeah, it's weird because I feel like... I, I, I don't know. This is going to sound weird. But I feel like we really don't know much of what's going on at all. No, it's like one of the seasons where there's so many different plots. Like we've been told about the Hellfire Club. Mm. We've been told about um, Penhurst. We know that the buyers have moved somewhere to an Mm. undisclosed location that we definitely don't know about. Um, Mm. Absolutely no clue about that. Um, You know, we've seen lots of different things and Mm. we've been told lots of different things. But also, I have no idea how any of that plays a part together, you know? Like, how they all link, like, how all these different storylines are going to fit into eight, nine episodes. Like, mm. I, it, it seems really big. And, and obviously, like, Penhurst seems to be, like, quite a big part of that. Like, there's different characters that work there. We've got multiple... Obviously, we've also got the, the Hopper-Russia plotline, like... Yeah you know, how is it all going to tie together? And I think the Duffers are really good. And I think that's why I like season two so much is that season two is this really, really good. Everyone all comes back together at a certain point and it's it's done really well. And obviously we do see similarities of that in season three as well. Mm. Um, so I think that they'll have a really good, they'll be a really good job at, at bringing everything together and making it all work. But it does seem huge, like so huge. Mm. And to have Robert England... As Victor Creel as well. Hmm. Also huge. I think, I still do think, I think we said this on here before, that Penhurst is going to be a front for something else. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be what people are expecting. I, we've said before that we do not trust Peter. That is his name, isn't it? No. Peter, Peter Ballard. Peter Ballard. I wouldn't trust him with anything. I think there's something else going on with him. I, in my mind, I can kind of see it because we we unofficially know that Nancy is having some involvement in this, I yes. think, right? Um, it's a birthday episode. It's Why a birthday. Not? We can say it. Yeah. Unofficially little, yeah. from things that we definitely haven't seen. Yeah. We know that yeah. she's having some involvement. So I mm-hmm. wonder if it's going to be almost a thing that his current description is... Like, he's kind, he's gentle, this is going on. I do think that maybe, is he going to put up a front and try and get, like... The dude's Nazis, a snake. Yeah, get Nazi's trust and then kind of flip. Um, Victor mm-hmm. Creel, I still kind of like the idea that there is a character, essentially, in the Hopper book um, that has been involved in, like, MK Ultra stuff mm-hmm. before. And 
does he remember in the book? It's been a while. It's not a lot, I don't think. No, he doesn't remember a lot. And but he's had some involvement and did all these murders, etc., yeah. etc. I do wonder if it's going to be almost a situation like that, or Victor Creel didn't really realise what he was doing, and maybe Peter Ballard is kind of going with the instincts of I'm. I'm going to get this out of him and not reactivate something, but figure out either how he did things or how things are working and go yeah. that route with things. I wouldn't be surprised if that was kind of that storyline there and why they're involved. Yeah, I really wouldn't be surprised if it's like a front for the lab or anything like that. Like, And we can kind of see that maybe we could read a little bit into Lucas's comment from season one where he says that maybe Elle has come from the lab. And, you know, that's sort of, sort of a throwaway comment and he's being very stereotypical about her and how she's acting. But also maybe that could actually be foreshadowing and it's because Penhurst is linked to the lab somehow. Um, and obviously we know Brenner is back, but it could just be flashbacks. But, I mean, it could also be because it's tied to Penhurst being there. Mm. Um, you know, whether or not he's, whether or not it is flashbacks and memories or if he actually is still alive, we don't know. You know, we kind of assume that it's, it could be flashbacks, but we don't know. Um, so maybe he is involved somehow. I also like what you were saying when we spoke about the Halloween comic, mm -hmm. um, that was just the one-off comic where they say about the guy that was like child, the guy that killed people and whether or not did he do things that, like you said under the influence of MK Ultra and doesn't remember the crimes that he committed mm. and maybe he has a, an ability and they kind of want to he's quite powerful and could be quite useful so they kind of want to find him and be able to mm. get that back yeah whereas you know he's in a psychiatric hospital and if he is suffering with the sort of outcome of mk ultra you know if he's had all these experiments done it was really detrimental mentally and physically you know there are survivors of mk ultra because i know i say this every time we talk about it but mk ultra was a very real thing and there are survivors of it who have been really really impacted physically and mentally because of the tests and the things that they went through so if they go through that route and he is really suffering people could just be putting it down to he's in the psychiatric hospital and they don't take him seriously but he actually could have this these awful things that he had to deal with and, and no one's sort of paying attention to that and Peter Ballard and people involved in the lab could just be thinking oh we can kind of manipulate him a bit more and manipulate Nancy you know her being involved and um it's definitely interesting to me that Nancy is unofficially involved whereas that's the name of the girl in Nightmare on Elm Street and Robert England played uh freddy krueger i think that's very interesting yeah. to me i mean once again could be a massive easter egg again. it could just be a massive easter egg all of season four could just be a massive easter egg but it's I actually hope, just nine episodes of remember this <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah or that's convenient that happened in mm -hmm. that film just the just the entire time that's that's all season mm -hmm. four is gonna be um yeah it's just a massive D, &D game don't because i would <laughs> don't don't anyway next question um, um what do you think will make season four so dark uh dustin's gonna die 
uh, it's going to be... No, it's going to be the first season where there's a death of one of the party. I mm. just stand by that. Like, if, if, if all four of them... Well, six of them, technically, but if mm. all four of the original boys mm. make it out of season four, I will... I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd... One of them one of them's going to die. I think that they're all going to be dealing a lot with... I don't even think it's going to be dark in the sense of, like, monsters. I think mm. it's going to be dark in the sense that they are all going to be dealing with a lot mm. of mental trauma. Mm. Because no one's had a chance to process what's gone on. No. Not really. Mm. Um... So I think it's going to be like, there's going to be quite a lot of like serious losses and a lot of kind of struggle mm. mentally rather than let's fight monsters. You know, the Duffers are quite big with um, the human monster being mm. the most important thing. And I think this is going to be a lot of human mm. struggles, really. I I think I'm going to do, is this kind of like a general answer? You'll know why I'm going for this angle. I think... What will make season four so dark is because it has to be dark. Um, yeah. Because I think, let's presume that season five is the last one. I, it hasn't officially been said, but the way that the story's going, I don't know how much more it can go on. So I if think, we, sorry. I was going to say, I think Matt and Ross said four or five, and we know yeah. four isn't the final, so we can assume. Yeah. Yeah, we'll assume that way. Um, so season five to work, season four has to be dark. Yeah. Um, so like if you kind of think about it, so season one um, was kind of like, I'll meet the characters. And yeah, it was dark and it had dark themes. But it was a mystery. But ultimately they came out at the end and it was relatively happy. Then if season mm-hmm. two wasn't a thing, it would have been Will was back. Elle's gone, but she did this great thing. And yeah. all the boys were happy. Like, if you cut out, essentially, the bit before Will goes home and the looks-in-the-mirror situation, it's a relatively mm-hmm. happy end to the season. Yeah. So season two comes along and is dark. And mm-hmm. even then, though, the way it ends, it's kind of like, it's on a happy note, but is it really? Because there is this overarching monster. Literally, every breath you take, I'll be watching you looking over the top very so clever it, cinematography it's very clever so season three had to always be the gap and yeah. it would come back you have to have the light relief not that season three was light but it had no. to be that more playful the kids are now teens and they're growing up mm-hmm. and we're adjusting more in that sense so season four has to be the aftermath of that because if everything had happened it has to be dark to set up for that ending it has to yeah. be that way because season four in my mind can't be the happy ending that the others were it has no, to be it... that precursor to things are now bad and not necessarily that the evil's won because you could argue that in season three the evil kind of won mm-hmm. but it it can't be just we've resolved it now and no. so i think why what's going to make season four so dark is that it has to be dark to be no i agree with that and i think that it's going to be really really raw i think Mm. it is going to be just like this massive exploration of just emotion and just Mm. like okay like we have to really kind of process and deal with a lot of things and i think there's going to be a lot of struggles and a lot of kind of Mm. conflict that isn't necessarily monster conflict but more kind of 
mental conflict between mm. you know I think the show has always looked at m- mental health and that yeah. kind of thing and, and I think this is a really important I, I think I think it'll be like that yeah because if you think about like Mike just for one moment that he hasn't I mean I know all of them haven't really dealt with anything but Mike hasn't dealt with anything and we've no. said about him be- with this before like season one he watched Elle die or thought mm-hmm. died season two um he was calling her every night like hoping she was alive and at the same time yeah will's literally being possessed mm-hmm. uh, and he witnessed her. that he was the one that was there watching everything that happened with will all the time yeah he essentially also he probably saw bob die at the same time yeah yeah and then still he picks joyce up yeah and it's interesting that if you think about even that action though is holding a sobbing joyce who's just Please. watched yeah. someone that she loves die in front of her eyes Mm -hmm. Um, and she's 13 at this point yeah and then Elle comes back and then has to deal with the fact that if they don't if they don't do everything in time Will's then gonna die Mm -hmm. because that's what they were setting up for essentially Mm -hmm. and then yeah then things are kind of happy in season three and that he's got his girlfriend, he's got this, he's got that. But at the same time over that, they thought the Mind Flayer was gone. But it's definitely not. And then mm-hmm. she nearly dies again, arguably. Yeah. Hopper has died. Died. They move. They move. Yeah. Elle and Will are moving away. He is kind of, the entire time, he's just going from here to here to here. And he can't settle. So I think it's no. really... I'm going to be really interested to see what his character is actually doing this season. and Me too. And I know, I think I've said it on here before, I don't necessarily want him to go to wherever the buyers are too early. I think it's pretty much established that he's, he's going to go. He's like guaranteed to go there. I just really hope it isn't like we see one episode of him and Hawkins and then he's off. Because yeah, I think he, I I think he needs... No, I think he needs that time. Like, I feel like the happiness in season three for everyone was yeah. like a front. Yeah. Like, to show there's still darkness lurking and it's like a front of like, Fourth of July and celebrations and mm. happiness and blah, blah, blah. But actually, it's a front because there's still so much struggle. And I think that's really prominent in Mike as well. Mm. Um, I think uh, Finn Wolfhard did say that people are looking out for Mike this season, which does suggest yeah. that he is going through, yeah. through it. Go through it a little bit. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be interesting. I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited for his character in season three. I think. Yeah, me too. Season four me too. even. I'm excited season for his character four. in season four. Um yeah. I can't go. believe the question was about it being dark and we just went on and Mike Wheeler deserves better tangent. <laughs> I mean, but they, there you go. I mean he does though. He does. He does. He does. I, I would like to see him kind of processing because I love, I love Mike. Like I know we kind of mm. razz on him a little bit, but like he was like my first fave. Yeah, he was. Just so. Okay, let's move on to another question because that's enough about Mike. He he's had enough for today. Um, we love him. So these next two questions, I'm gonna mention who it is. Harry. Mm-hmm. Harry, bless him, sent these questions today. I mentioned Harry by name because he's our little voiceover. At the beginning. Yeah. So the little voice that you hear that's like Hawkins, do you copy? That is Harry. And yeah. thank you very much. How does it thank feel? Thank you, to Harry. 34 episodes of hearing your voice around. 
There we go. Yeah, I honestly, had a point like, there, and I just lost my point. <laughs> they're really like appreciative of it because yeah. I remember, like, I still have so many files on my computer of me and you trying to do it, and we just couldn't get it right. We just couldn't yeah. get it right. So shout out to Harry for hmm. doing that and just being like fab about it. Um, yeah, and also the questions that are like interesting questions. Okay, uh, so we'll get this one out of the way first. Will Barb ever return? No. Cool. No. Opinions. I think on she's dead. <laughs> I think I think she is dead. Yeah. Um I I don't think I don't think there's any way they can bring her back like she unless she comes back as like some zombie like upside down zombie type human or if humans do turn into the demogorgon in the upside down but we wouldn't know it was Barb. She'd just be a demogorgon. Yeah. I think and I haven't listened to it. I think she's mentioned in the Robin podcast. Yeah, we are going to listen yeah. to that and do a review of the podcast and also the book. But I do just want to say that I have now tried to order the book from two separate places. I'm supposed to get it from the first place on release day, which was the other day, and it got put on hold. And now there's actually no way to order it from that company anymore. So I cancelled my order. Went to order it from somewhere else um, with some other books. All the other books have arrived and that book still says pending. So I think there's a publication error when it comes to getting the book in the uk so that will be coming um but just mm. not yet <laughs> tight. yes i think yes. she's mentioning that don't quote us on that just in case she's not but no I, I, think, I think she is yeah i think that's the only way really we're gonna see her return as such in like mm -hmm. previous flashbacks yeah. little mentions like that but i <laughs> yeah. we're not seeing barb that's it Anyway, cool. uh, opinions on Brenna returning. I'm. I didn't realize how much I. I think we said this before on here. I didn't realize how much I missed Brenna until we saw the trailer of him there because I think Matthew Redeem just brings something creepy to it. But in he such makes me so uncomfortable. Way. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. We've kind of covered. I feel like we've covered this so many times about our feelings of Brenna returning, but I'm. I'm intrigued. Um, like if it's even if it is just a flashback, it's gonna be really cool, I think, to just see his character there again and just how Millie is gonna interact with him because mm -hmm. there is such a, a strange dynamic between yeah, it's done really well. Them, yeah, between like Brenner and Elle, and I think it's 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 old. I'm 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 looking forward to it if it is returning in the way we're possibly thinking if it's just flashbacks i'm Sam. happy with that too no i am the fact that there's a whole trailer about it like you said it could just be easter eggs but the fact that there's a whole trailer mm. makes sort of suggests it's a big part mm. um so i am i am really looking forward to that like i think that's gonna be really cool i feel like it was kind of inevitable that he would come back in some way mm. and then season three happened and then he just like wasn't there and i was like hmm um so I'm I'm glad that like he is coming back. Like I said, I still don't know if he's actually dead and this is just like masses of flashbacks or if he went to the upside down somehow or ended up somewhere else. Like I don't know. Um but I do think it's cool that he's come back and, and he is really creepy. Like he is like Billy is a good human villain. Mm. But I feel like he I feel like Brenner is the worst human villain in that whole show. Like yeah. that's like even Lonnie is like an awful human mm. but I feel like Brenna just 
there's something there's something about him that's like so like, I think it's because he's clever yeah I think that's what it is and he knows how to twist it. like Billy you just don't like like Billy no. you don't like in many senses you don't like Billy um no. can you tell I don't like Billy we don't like Billy no. don't like Billy and and Lonnie is just absolute like trash human being like i mm. cannot stand mm. lonnie byers like, i saw a post absolute... the other day that was like the fact that jonathan had to check the car boot to see if will mm-hmm. was in there kind of just shows you everything you need to know about lonnie to be the fact that joyce was like nah he wouldn't be there and the fact that jonathan went mm. and checked yeah everything shows how he was to those kids like Hmm. no um absolute trash but there's just something about Brenna that's just like I don't know like I feel like he doesn't feel defeatable no if that makes sense and I don't really know how he could be defeated no because I think even if Elle did make the kill, so to speak. I don't mm-hmm. think she would feel satisfied with that because no. in some sense, even though Hopper is her dad, he yeah. literally raised her. And there's this weird... It's not... We've spoken about this before. It's not love. Like, it's not. But it's a weird kind of... We can't... Not we can't be apart... But there's always going to be Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it is literally that. It's always going to be a strange something. Yeah, there. He's still Papa. She still calls him Papa. Yeah, yeah. So I think that tells you all you need to know. You really have exactly. It'll be very interesting. I'm excited to see how they're going to do it. I think Mm, definitely. It's and we've said this before. I would kind of wish we didn't see the pictures of him. Yeah, because it. I don't know. I, yeah. Basically, well done, Matthew Modine, for sitting on that for that long. Yeah. And imagine having that power. Power. It's very cool. It is very cool. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Before we do our trivia thing, um, we're actually gonna. I can't believe we're gonna say this. We're actually gonna talk about the season three responses. Yes. So this is a long time coming. We're very, very sorry, but we put out a podcast episode. So for context, go and listen to that and then listen here or whatever. Yeah. Um, about our love, our love letters to season three because we realised that we talk badly about season three all the time. Um, <laughs> so We actually don't hate season three. So no. And we explore no. that in a love letter to season three. So listen exactly. there. And we put a little comment out on Tumblr. It was like, tell us what you think about season three and we will feature it if you do so wish and we do have mm-hmm. a couple of little responses so we will read yeah. them out we will read them out now um, and we are very sorry for the wait <laughs> so this one first was from millie so hello millie thank you hi millie, millie. hi millie um and she said i love max and Elle's friendship in season three it was great to see Elle broaden her horizons and not hopper not mike you was such an impactful line i agree yeah i thought it was really i cool. agree and we've said this before about max i feel like she gets a lot of bad rap um with season three but i don't i don't necessarily i don't get it really see the issue. 
But anyway, um, I'm glad, glad they decided against furthering their rivalry. It was nice to see someone encouraging her to make her own decisions, even if it was a bit flippant, well, well-intentioned. Mike and Hop have a history of controlling Elle, and it was nice to see her rebel against that. I wouldn't necessarily say controlling. I think it's more... They... More... Because I'm obviously not controlling, more protecting and doing what they think is right for her. I wouldn't call yeah. it a controlling because I think that puts more of a negative than they don't. Yeah, they don't often check in on Elle. They yeah. don't often ask her what she would like to do for something. It's quite often we are going to do this because this will be better for you because we want to keep you safe rather yeah. than I think maybe this is an idea. What do you think? Whereas Max gave her that, what do you want to do? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. that's that's more what it is. But I also get controlling is probably the easiest word to use there. But yeah, there we go. Um, I enjoyed Robin portrayed well by the absolute uh, ab abulous abulous. Oh, fabulous! I just missed. I had I had the cursor <laughs> over the F, and I was like, I don't know what this word is. Um, by the fabulous. My hawk, yeah, they had a sexuality. I think we can all. I was oh. saying, I think we could just all praise my hawk. Just yeah, I've queen. Had <laughs> um, her sexuality so tastefully, which is more than most shows can say. She wasn't a caricature. Caricature wasn't a caricature. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't sexualize her in any way, which is chef's kiss. Um, it is. Caught her banter with Steve was very charming, and the coming out scene was a highlight of the episode slash season. Yeah. Building off that, Steve's arc this season was marvelous. Um, despite my feelings about the disproportionate screen time he had, there was a lot of screen time on the Scoop mm-hmm. Stroop. A lot of screen time on the Scoop Stroop. Mm-hmm. Some of which we could argue could have been put into giving Will Byers a storyline, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, that yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, it felt like the final chapter in his journey of self-acceptance, and I enjoyed it. Yes, mm-hmm. I think yes, yeah. I agree. Um, music was also a genuine part, genuinely good part of the season, especially heroes in the epilogue. It was nice to hear, see heroes back, and I think it was a nice callback to season one. Such a good cover. There was a lot of that actually. I think of callback to season one, and I did appreciate that. It felt it felt fresh, but also you could look and go, oh, okay, I remember that. Yeah. It was cool. Um, the whole epilogue. The whole epilogue was a real tearjerker, and I think that song really got the tears flowing. On the yeah. epilogue, it was probably my favourite part of the season, full stop. It had such a melancholy final feeling about it, and I loved it immensely. But it felt like a new beginning where I can't describe. Yeah, that's kind of what I just yeah. said in a sense. Anyway, that was overall a stellar epilogue, and definitely my favourite ending of all three seasons. Yeah. I preferred season two's ending. But... Yes, I, I would agree. I think my issue with season three's ending was that Hopper clearly wasn't dead. Yeah, and... yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't clock that until well, I cried very much, hmm. um, and then it was the next day where I was like, "Yeah, I don't think he's dead." But the initial one, yeah. I like absolutely was hysterical. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I was gonna say cheeky plug. If anyone likes watching YouTube videos, I have a YouTube channel, which is Ren on the Road. And uh, you can watch me watch season three of Stranger Things. Moving so Thank you. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I think mm-hmm. I'm just someone that analyzes. 
probably more than much. And I ruined things myself by doing that. And No, but it, it was yeah. obvious. Like, I think I was kind of living in a, I just, a post Tony Stark had died. Hmm. So my fave Marvel character had died. And then I was, Hopper is one of my favourite Strange Things characters. So then he had died. So I think I was just in this like emotional hmm. bubble. Um, but yeah, it was the next day, I think, when me and you were like talking about it and stuff. I was like, he's not dead. No, no, he wasn't dead. I just, I just think things like that. I don't want to be like, I wish they'd left him dead. And I think we said this before in the episode, but I do think sometimes, even though it's nice to bring the characters back, keep a death and like mm-hmm. make it, because it, it would have been a good death. Oh, it would, yeah. Yeah, but there we go. That's why also why season four will be dark, because it, there will have to be a death where someone doesn't come back, surely. Dustin. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was Millie. Anyway, we have the next one we have is I'm gonna presume it's Eli instead of Ellie. <laughs> um so I apologize if we've said this wrong. Um, but there we go. So this is, they've said, like you guys, I was not a big fan of season three for a lot of reasons, but I did actually like a couple of things. Um Robin, Robin, Robin. I think the general consensus <laughs> My brain is, all the time. <laughs> General consensus is Robin. Um, I know she's an obvious one to like, but it's rare for a new character to come into a series so late and make a huge impact. They hit a home run with her. They did. I really think... Because I remember reading the character description of her and wasn't sure what to think. Mm -hmm. Because she was described as alternative girl who's a bit different. And it was kind of like, oh, she's quirky. Um, (laughs) But... No, just seeing her, I think, actually come to life. And even with like, the first clip when they released of like Dustin and Steve meeting up again. Yeah. And it just, I like Robin. Robin's really cool. Anyway. She felt she felt not like a, not like other girls type thing, but mm. like a, there are so many different types of girls and not one is better than the other. This is just who she is. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, that's which I like. Yeah, yeah, that's what I liked rather than it being like, she's so indie and so different and she's better than everyone. Yeah. But she wasn't. She just, she had flaws as well Mm -hmm. as being just genuinely really cool. Yeah. And that's what made Robin cool. Great. Yeah. Or abulous, as I (laughs) misread earlier. Um, Gosh. So the sauna test scene, uh, I particularly enjoyed the tension they built here. I initially thought this would be cool. a scene where Mike or someone else in the party gets hurt badly, but they all came for it mostly okay. Um, the way they fight together and worked out a plan was classic party stuff and it was just enjoyable. Um, it felt like more of a return to season one where everyone was rallying behind Elle to beat the bad guy. The scene was even set up similarly to the schoolroom when Elle destroys the first Demogorgon and lots of similarities yeah. there. I actually never put that together, but yeah. Now that no, think about it is. It. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah. it is. Hmm. Uh, Elle and Max being friends I despise the scene in season 2 when Elle snubs Max in my opinion it was unneeded and tacky and then we had uh, Jamie the youth theatre hi Jamie hi Jamie um, he said kind of similar things really liked Robin Robin's really cool uh, in general just Robin Robin Appreciation Society that's what we are on the Hawkins Duke podcast my queen <laughs> um, and he gave us kind of like a few things that he's looking forward to in season 4 so like the general consensus is like buyers and L storyline everyone kind of wants to know what's going on there and how yeah. different characters are going to be mixing together and just yeah more of Nancy and Jonathan I'm they're going to intrigue me in season four I yeah Same. don't know quite where they're going to go with things but no we'll 
we'll see. So yeah, that's you that's your season be. three opinions. There we go. We did it. We, we did, did it. it. We, we did, did it. it. Okay. Now for a brief trivia section. Do you want to do this? Like I say one, you say one. I say one, you say one. Yeah, why not? Let's do it that way. I also be very intrigued to know if we have the same questions. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued about that as well. Okay. Do you, Do you want to go first? Okay. So we'll go with general Stranger Things trivia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Feel free to play along at home somehow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just have fun with that. Yeah. Um, okay. So how tall is Will said to be on the missing poster in season one? <gasps> oh! Oh my God, I'm thinking about the, the Lego one, which is like two centimetres or something stupid. Like... Yeah, don't think of that one. <laughs> Oh, I want to say like, oh, how old is he? It's like eleven, four eight. Oh, it's four nine. Ah, yeah. I felt uh, like I, I was thinking day. it was four. No, I was thinking it was four. Like I had that in my head, but yeah, four. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You go. Um, what is the name of the book that Hopper reads to Sarah and then L? It's Anna Green Gables. It is Anna Green Gables. Yeah. Well done. Well Thank done. You. You're welcome. Okay. Um, how many petals does the Demogorgon have? Six. So this is where I'm conflicted because I saw five on the picture, but okay. I have seen some people say six. But on the picture I saw, I saw five. So I'm afraid you got the question wrong. <laughs> But I have, I, I was Googling it and that's, I was doing, so context, I was doing this question while we were on here talking before and I literally had my finger on the screen just like <laughs> counting the petals round, just going, two, three, four, five, <laughs> like that, just to make sure. So there, there we go. Okay. So in season three, yeah, Dustin and Susie provide a cover of Never Ending Story. Yeah. Who is the original artist? It is, it's not Kajagugu. It is Lim, Limau or Lim, it's, oh, it's something like that. It's like Lim, Lim, Limali, Lim. Yeah, Limahi, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm just doing well. That wasn't quite hard, but yeah. Mm. I listen to too much 80s music and... (laughs) well done well done thank you um where does mrs driscoll live oh i feel like i've been really unfair (laughs) i don't know i honestly don't know if you can give me the road i will i'll give you the road if you can think of that okay Okay. um so the road is cornwallis Ah, oh, yes, it is. Oh. Yeah. So the number is 4819 Cornwallis. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> how many languages does Robin claim to speak? Bonus if you can say what they are. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. She says Pig Latin. Mm-hmm. Says Pig Latin is one. Did she say French? Yeah. Did she say Spanish? Yeah. Did she say Latin? No. Did she say Italian? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Cool. Said it. Yeah. Well oh done. my gosh. There we go. Well wow. Done. And pig Latin obviously is the bonus. Yeah. 
yeah cool yeah well done thank you <laughs> um what okay so this one is kind of i will give you a broad uh, if you can tell me broadly what it is because it's okay kind of, it's not hard to explain but you'll know what i mean okay so what picture or poster is missing from mike's basement in season three? Oh, it's it's like an art thing but it's on Elle's wall yeah can you tell me yeah can you tell me what it is roughly it's blue. Is it mm. like blue colour? I'll give you half a point. It's it's kind of like an eagle. It's like an eagle perch yeah. on something. I'll give you half a point for that one. But she, yeah, she has it yeah. on her. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. Who? Where does Hopper find the bug that Hawkins put in his trailer? It's in one of his lights is it in the lamp like the hanging yeah. lamp yeah well oh, okay and okay this is the one that i knew but okay. it's a bit of an old one okay so during the never ending story section um when they're in the car uh, so it's mm -hmm. steve robin will and lucas which pairs turn at the same time it's very in sync and the pairings turn at the same time with the same expression on their faces. Is it Robin and Steve? No. No. It's Steve and Lucas, and then Robin and Will. Oh. Yeah. That was a bit of a mean one, but I knew it. <laughs> because I watched it a few times and just thought, it's just weirdly, they've timed that perfectly. Yeah. It's like Steve mm -hmm. and Lucas will go first, and then Robin and Will will be like, What? <laughs> And go and face the camera. So they're my they're my trivia. Is that the five? That's my five. Or is that one more one more for me? One more for me. Did okay. you start or did um, I start? I started. You started. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So what two messages does Will spell out using Joyce's Christmas lights? Um run and I'm is it I'm here or here? Mm. It's just here. Sorry, because you took away the one for the five petals. It's actually right here. No, that's not fair. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. You can you can have that. That's fine. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's it's right right here, mm. and then run. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say I was very nervous. I was going to get everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. I got everything wrong. So okay, right. So now, this is our test of friendship. Yes. Okay. You okay. can start this one. Okay. What is my favourite song on the soundtrack? Oh, no. Um, I have spoken about this so much because it's been my favourite song forever. Oh, my God. It's not... It's not a Bowie one. It's not Heroes. No. No. Um... It's not Runaway Bon Jovi. No. Oh my god, what is it? It's been, I'll give you a clue, it's been my favourite song since I was a kid because yeah. it was in one of my favourite childhood films. Or in the trailer for one of my favourite childhood films. Oh, yes, of course it is. It's, um... Oh, I know who it is. It's The Who. And it is... Teenage, I'm going to call it Teenage Wasteland because I know that has it in brackets. 
Yeah. Yeah. Barbara O'Reilly. That's it. Barbara O'Reilly. There we go. Which is in the trailer for A Bug's Bug's Life. Life. There we go. Yeah. Which is one of my favourite films. I love Barbara O'Reilly. I cried when I watched the season three trailer. Mm. And it was played because I love the song. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Mine are not (laughs) as deep as that. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. Um, Which of my... So I have a couple of season. I have a couple of Strange Things Funkos. For mm-hmm. context. Which one would I say is my favourite? Hmm. I know what you're thinking. I uh, but what I'm thinking is that it's not a will one. Okay. Because I like my first thought was like, oh, it could be upside down will or will or the wise. Mm. But I wanna say season one Mike. <laughs> it was upside down will. But season one Mike is up there. Season one Mike's up there. I bought you Upside Down Will. You did buy me Upside Down Will. I thought you were going to say Will the Wise. So I was like, oh, I didn't think it was Will the Wise because I thought that would be too obvious. And I did think Upside Down Will. And then I thought maybe this is going to throw me off and it is going to be season one Mike because you were happy to finally have him. Hmm. A double bluff. Double bluff. Double bluff. There we anyway. go. Okay. Um... Who did I originally watch the show with? You can just say their relation to me, not any names. Is it your cousin? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well done. Well done. Cool. Um, see, I have gone very... What's this? What's that? Um, <laughs> what is my favourite piece of bonus content? Um, the... Well, the world comics, like the upside down co- comic, the one mm. which is like firstly about him, no. the first one they ever did, and no. um, Halloween. No. <gasps> bonus content of all the bonus content, which is my favourite? Oh, this is very much the end of the Hawkins Do You Copy podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> You're you're in the right realm. You're in the right realm. Um, the secret files. Yeah, secret files. Yeah, there secret files. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even think of the secret files like at first, but yeah, secret files. Yeah, secret files. Yeah. Cool. Um, what what is my favorite? That's actually my next question. What is my favorite piece of bonus content? I don't think it's suspicious minds. I also don't think it's the Hopper book. Because my instinct is Zombie Boys. But... I did did like Zombie Boys, but... That's the thing. Is it the Hopper book? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Because it felt like an actual novel. Yeah. Mm. Like, it felt like an actual, like, book with, Mm. like, stories. And also it's the, like, Son of Sam case, which is interesting. Mm. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Um, So in that realm, which... Um, of the comics is my favourite in the Strange Things Extended Universe. <laughs> Strange Things Extended Universe. Yeah. Um, the Halloween one. No. The the original one that I said, like the one about Will. There's Zombie two. Boys. It, yeah, there you go. It was either Zombie, Zombie Boys. Boys or the original one. I thought, yeah, it's just a nice... Zombie Boys is so good. Zombie Boys is really good. <laughs> Everyone reads Zombie Boys. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a whole episode on Zombie Boys. Have we yeah. done a whole episode on Zombie Boys? Maybe we I should. Think, I think we have. Yeah. We kind Zombie of Boys is... A, yeah. A mini thing. Zombie Boys is really good. Yeah. Read Zombie Boys. Yeah. Okay. 
What was my character's name at Secret Cinema? Oh my gosh. I had it then. Jackie. You were Jackie yeah, Fisher. Jackie Fisher. Because we had the same surname randomly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my Secret Cinema question. What was the name of the little sister I made up? should know this because it was an important part of our YN experience. It was a really important part of our YN experience. For those of you that don't know, we did a whole... We did. We went to Secret Cinema and you essentially had to be these characters the entire time. And so I was Temperance. Don't know why I was randomly given that name. Temmy. Yeah, Temmy. And I made up a little sister. Um, and it became a very important part of our journey through Secret Cinema. I want to say, like, was that Amy or something? It was Sandy. Sandy! Oh, Sandy Fisher. God. The kind of name that came into my head. I literally, like, absolutely couldn't even think then. Mm. Temperance and Sandy. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so we have what are our favourite episodes, like, per season? Yeah. Yeah. So what are my favourite episodes for season one, season two, and season three? Okay. For season one, I'm going to say yours is either Holly Jolly or The Body. No. It's not? Oh, no. no. Is it the last episode? No. The one where Steve goes in with the bats into the buyer's house, whatever that one is. It's the bathtub. Because I love... I think that is the one where Steve goes Is that goes the one where Steve goes in the well. house? Yeah. yeah. I, that is my favourite one because of the uh, Joyce and Elle. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so while we're on season one, then what's my favourite episode? Holly Jolly. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, season two. Your favourite episode of season two. I feel like I'm going to get all of these wrong. Because I know what mine is. Obviously. Yeah. But I don't want to give it away. Just in case. Yours is Will the Wise, right? No, it's not. Trick or Treat Freak. No. Is that your one, Trick or Treat Freak? <gasps> no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I wonder if we've got the same one. I don't think it's The Gate. No. Is yours um the one before The Gate? Yeah, that's the one I, I was can't remember the to... name of the it. The Mind Flayer. Yeah. The called. Mind Flayer, yeah. Okay, so I know that's not your one then because you would know the name of it because you were looking them up. No. Um, are you... I'm trying to think. It's not The Lost Sister. Um... Is it episode one of season two? Yeah. Oh. I just love it so happy. Yeah. Like, it's so happy. Like, when they get into it and the music's playing and then there's Joyce and Bob and then it's my favourite line where Hopper's like, get away from me. I mean, there you go. I mean, that And it's still, like, it's got, like, whip it in it. Like, it starts. Yeah. It's so phenomenal. <laughs> like, I love Justin and Claudia when she's like, ah. I, I'll, I'll give you that then. I'll give you that. It's a good episode. It's a good episode. Okay. Season three, you mentioned the other day that you really liked Battlestar Cornwall. Yeah, there's two for season three. I genuinely wouldn't be able to like choose between them. And Battle of Starcourt is one of them, so I'll give you that. Okay. And the other one is, I can just tell you, like, yeah. it's fine. The other one is The Bite. 
Okay. I really like the last two. I think they're yeah. really cool. Because I love like Robin's coming out scene, but Battle of Starcourt is really good. Hmm. What one's yeah. mine? See, I want to say, is it... Epi- I don't want to say episode three, because it's like torture. But is it? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. Genuinely, I genuinely like episode three. I think a lot of stuff yeah. happens. But I remember watching episode three just thinking things are going down yeah and also like i think it's a really good one because aside from the fact that it's like emotional pain from will um mm. you do actually get him finally being like do you know what no yeah. stop just like mm. and calls them out which i think is really good and also that kind of like mind flayer reveal in the rain yeah. is really cool so good so and, like, good. the lightning and everything and i think you find out what's happening with l and billy kind yeah. of at exactly the same time yeah, and that's it's, just, it's a good episode actually. It's just very dramatic and it's very cool. And um, that that's that. Are we, are I, we still friends? <laughs> I would. Uh, we can still be friends. That's fine. The thing that I really liked about that actually, and Emily doesn't like it when I get really soppy about things, so I won't say it too long. I already posted a tweet that, uh, at like midnight about the podcast being one. Emily's about to hang up. Um, yeah, about to leave. Is the, moving uh, thing, the leaving the Zoom room. Um, but the thing I like about it is like even not getting the, like we don't always have to get the questions right. I think we actually just discuss things that the other one had said. Mm. Like, and I think that shows a lot more is that we were aware of other things that the other person had said and were able to have those discussions and were aware of like other facets of mm. like each other, which I think is very cool. You definitely won the Stranger Things trivia side of things. I'm oh, apparently I, I need to brush, I, I need to brush up on my knowledge of that. Um, I mean, in fairness, I feel like I did go a bit mean <laughs> because <laughs> you said you were trying to find really hard ones, and I kind of went, okay. Let's go. So, yeah, I mean, I should have gone for the what number did David Harbour change his thing to and what was the number? I should have just done that. Or, like, mm. what is Plank Constant, you know? Should have just mm. should have just done it. But... Yeah, but that wouldn't be mean. That would be cool. <laughs> so... But, no, I thought that was cool. And I think everyone else got to know us a little bit more. Maybe. Well. Maybe. 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 Or maybe us. Leave us your comments, though. What are your favourite episodes for season one, two, and three? You know, you can find us on our social medias and stuff, so let us know what your favourite song is, what your favourite bonus content is, like, because that's cool, because then we can have those discussions, and that would be really cool. Those are your questions of the week. Multiple. Multiple questions of the week. You're being spoiled. Yes, exactly. Cool. Well, I guess thank you for listening. Thank you for... yeah like and thank you for this whole year like it's been so fun Mm. and I didn't realize like how much I would love having a podcast like obviously Emily tried to get me to do one for a really long time before we actually did and I'm just really dense and didn't pick up on any of the hints that Emily was putting out into the world Um, multiple hints yeah but it's it's been so fun and I can't wait for more years on Hawking Sea Copy and hopefully this time next year when we celebrate our second birthday there will be a season four. Just be sobbing about how every single character has died. Mm-hmm. But there we there go. There we go. In the meantime, as always, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Stitcher at Hawkins Do You Copy on our social medias at Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast and on Instagram and YouTube at Hawkins Do You Copy Thank you for doing the thing, Emily <laughs> I got it right, that's the second attempt I'm, that's being got cut it right. out, but it was the second we attempt We love it 
We love it. And thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 34. We're presuming it's 34. 34, 35, it's somewhere in that ballpark. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate everyone that has been around this past year. And we will see you next week. Over and out.